0: I got some shit on my chest. I got to get it off. It's not just the end result of a Cleveland steamer. It's... Actually, what I want to... I do have have something. I want to talk a little bit about Stink... Ink Master. Stink Master. I want to talk about the Ink Masters there a little bit. I have some questions that I want to answer. The people have been kind enough to send in. Thank you. And... um, I also wanted to talk a bit about art, I guess. Then I wanted to talk about Mr. Lilly, my art teacher. Uh, I've had a, a, several art teachers, I guess, but Mr. Lilly was probably one of the most uh, helpful. I, mean, I don't know. He's actually, the story that we're going to talk about today is kind of how he was a dick to me. So, Excuse me, I had to cough. I don't know if that's, uh, but he's awesome. I love the man. He helped me great. He he helped me out dearly. Uh, was, j- just by his his teaching, right, or just by the 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 time in my life that he was involved, I made progress and and helped form questions that then made that helped form me as an artist so many years later in life. So I can look back at that time and be like, that's where this you know, started, kind (laughs) of. So, Mr. Lilly, awesome guy. I want to talk about him in a little bit. But first, um, I wanted to answer a couple questions that I was asked uh, in the vein from, (laughs) about Ink Masters. Why are you having such a hard time? Should should you just restart this, Kyle? (laughs) I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Candy said, just keep it going. All right, I'm gonna do it. I apologize. Problem gets to be, that uh, I really I will have something on my chest I just want to say this And then my my silly ass start rambling And I get way off topic I don't know actually what, I, And then I sometimes even forget what I want to say at all And then uh, I can't But Candy said for that To keep it going She says uh, We'll see if she's wrong You tell me if I'm wrong Maybe I should edit this stuff out You tell me Kyle Edit that shit out And I'm going to I'm going to make it I'll, I'll see if I could help. Uh, sorry, I'm smoking a little bit right now too. I shouldn't. So, anyways, question basically was who recognized I was being screwed over by the judges on the show. Um, who? Well, I screwed over a funny. I mean, that's the word that the, this fan used. Thank you for putting sending that. In. But not. But screwed over is. I mean, certainly not how the judges saw it, right? You know, I think, number one, I have to say, it's not supposed to be fair. It, it, they always reminded us that before uh, the challenge goes on. So you see them, how would they? All right, now you're going to start your challenge. And they give you idea, it starts now. Actually, stop. We automatically stop. And then they go over the legal part of it. And that legal part gets videoed. You know, sometimes it's just on an iPhone. But they always had... Uh, us all signing waivers and understanding of the show. And the biggest part of that was to say that it was due to the highly subjective nature of the judges. They, they kept saying, highly subjective nature of the judges. That's what's going to determine this. Highly subjective. Which gave them the control, I believe, in any situation. Because you couldn't argue back. Hey, that's fucking bullshit of an excuse. And I'm like, yeah, but highly subjective. You signed on, you know, so... What you gonna do? A lot of the things in Ink Master that people ask about being um, contrived or you, you you imagine edits, Ink Master attempted to be as real as as any show is probably ever you know that's not true actually i can't say I, I don't have a knowledge of it but i know the way producers would talk about it, they would come from other shows and we were treated different than people were on other shows as contestants we were actually treated pretty good some of these man one of these bitches this bitch came in fucking cunt i got her fired Oh, you cancel culture, motherfucker. I just gave her a trap. She fell into it. I didn't even do the trap on purpose. She actually, she like set the snare and then walked into it all at the same time. I could have said no. She wanted an, I I had an Ambien, a friend of mine, uh, you know, I came there with Ambien because I knew this is my second season. Sausage was having a hard time sleeping. I was like, Sausage, you want Ambien? And he didn't. And she was real quick to be like, I'll take one. Like, bitch, ain't nobody offering. But she was a cunt. You don't know this cunt was being a cunt all the time to us. And people explained it to me that she came from, like, Project Runway or something like that, where they pretty much sequester each person alone. Like, you don't see any of the other contestants. like, And you don't get word of the outside world. You don't get a phone. And she would give us our phones at the end of the night, and we thought, like, that was a lot of, you know, like, it's for us to give up our phones during the day it was kind of some bullshit we felt. But thanks a lot to Jimmy Vegas. I just, sorry, Jimmy Vegas. Um, I know him better than that. Is it Jimmy Vegas? Jo- Johnny Vegas, right? But that was the tattoo. Oh, man. Billy Vegas. Little Billy Vegas. He, uh, My understanding, he told me that that he's the reason we weren't allowed phones um i think there's probably more to it than that but he held up some of nunez's artwork on the day that they were judging that that weird looking um elephant he did he'll still defend it to this day but uh when on the day that he was they were judging that he said oh really nunez and he held up a picture of this uh buddha that nunez did that Oh my god, it's so bad. And so according to him, they took away their phones after that and we were never allowed phones. But we did get them at night. This girl would hand her back our phones and she she was just a cunt. <laughs> she was just, I don't I'm sorry if that word hurt you. Uh, I know the people some people don't like the word cunt. I'm trying to make it more accessible. I think I think we just need to do what they did to bitch with it, you know, like uh, a couple of you uh, girls need to you know just be like head cunt in charge um own it you know what i mean i'm the fucking cunt running shit around here all right when we start hearing that we'll know it's okay and safe and it's such a good word you know and think about all the cool things it goes with like cunt punt <laughs> that bitch was talking some smack i just lined up and teed off give her a good old cunt punt what about the old upper cunt I don't know. It all sounds like violence to vaginas, and maybe that's bad nowadays. But uh, it's also it also if you imagine it in the cartoon world, okay? If you imagine it in the in the Roger Rabbit world that I like to inhabit, it's hilarious. So moving on, what am I saying? So the girl was being a fucking cunt. <laughs> I, I don't need to give you too many examples, do I? I mean, she was just everything that she did. One time. She would say things loudly so that we could hear as judgmental against us. And as though she was this special type of person, wallow in the mud with shit like us at times. Her husband was a, um, a chef, uh, a high-end chef. And uh, she come from other these jobs where she was running stuff. And this was almost, I think, a demotion for her to have to work with us. So she was taking that animosity out on us. I only know all this because everybody else comes to me as I'm, like, telling these producers. I'm like, she's a fucking cunt. Like, I don't know why she's got to be such a bitch, but she needs to calm down, right? And they'd be like, yeah, she's kind of high-strung, but, it's, you know, there's a lot going on in her life right now. It's like, I don't know her like that, and I don't care to. So, she, you know, whatever. Um, she asked for an ambient and I wanted to be like, fuck you, bitch. I don't. And I was like, no, hold hold, hold your tongue, Kyle. Just, just shut up. Just go get her an ambient. I got her an Ambien. Uh, uh, so it's uh, fuck. I'm right now. I guess I'm probably admitting to a crime. You know, that's a that's a controlled drug, right? Like, but at the same time, uh, that bitch took it. <laughs> I don't know how I used it up in in the in the days past, but I did. Be like, yeah, she got an Ambien from me. At one point, they kind of came to me and they asked me some questions of her. If I didn't, if I don't recall, cause she, like I'm telling you, she was being rude to everybody. So she come and asked me and I was like, yeah, I think she's a bitch, man. She even took one of my ambience and, and he was like, oh, <laughs> what? And, and like the former charge of something kind of was dropped and this more important thing came up and, and uh, then we didn't see her anymore. She actually began working for the line though. She she was a line producer then, which I think approves bills. She was still somewhere around there, but fuck that cunt. That's what I know. Hope hope she's listening to hear what a fuck cunt she was and how happy I am to know that I got her in a different spot. She might have been happier in the fucking line production. I don't know. Hopefully she wasn't. Might have been the move she was trying for. the The world of that, of those cogs is a uh, Like, they're creating art. That's a, you know, there's so much passion involved. As much as they exposed the passion of tattoo artists and we all became, fall in love with that. Man, there's that in in the camera guy, in the audio guy, in the producers, especially the producers, the production. Those people that want, they all want a a higher up job. They all want to, they're all trying to climb this ladder, right? And there's no, like, set way to do it. Do you follow, like, there's no, like, this is how you climb the ladder. Some people have taken shortcuts, and those shortcuts become widespread knowledge. And then when they become widespread knowledge, everybody's trying to do those shortcuts. Well, those shortcuts were some shitty-ass stuff. (laughs) You you follow me? So, like, and I'm not saying, not all of them, but all of them, (laughs) all of them are engaged in it, whether they know it or not. Uh, for their own benefit or their own demise like so if you if I think if you lay back in the cut and you don't partake in some of this you're probably passed over some of those guys were that they were happy just doing uh the mics though you know but watching people leave from that show being celebrated as they were leaving uh like oh dude got a good job he's going to work with uh, with VH1 what was it love and hip hop he was like, nah. Everybody was excited for him to go, and to see how um one of the camera girls was like face fucked or some shit. Like, not not. This ain't going out to kids, right? No kids need to listen. So so she wasn't, but like that was. So she was kneeling down to get a shot, and as I understand, I was not there for this one. So so I'm just being a she fucking cunt spreading this around, but uh, like they tried to like hump her head, like the guy was behind like making humping motions that she only found out about later when the other cameraman told her, and then she became enraged. And since it wasn't a union job, there wasn't a lot of recourse against those kinds of things. So when these camera people would leave too, I feel like they weren't being treated that great. This thing was in my I bet it, you see it. It was done with a budget, you know, that that was low, and I think uh that's possibly one of the best things that you can do like spike tv wasn't a huge network you know this became spike tv's like you know biggest star you know it's like the thing that you you tuned into spike tv for and why you you even knew what spike tv was now you don't but uh back then they were making a name with it but when you're making a name you're shooting like like shotgun shells too you know you're not making fucking diamonds you're not you don't even know how you're like you're hitting the iron as many times as you can just all over hoping one of them sticks you know didn't they have like arm wrestling shows and stuff too that that didn't take you know like they might have inspired other shows to go on but they didn't they didn't take what what am i you know kyle you're answering this question really really slow (laughs) Did anybody else recognize I was being fucked? Yeah. Kind of one of the things that allowed me to go off. Halo and I have been friends for 15 plus years now. Uh, I met him at one of my first shows, one of my early on tattoo conventions. And uh, he was hilarious. He won that weekend a best in show for doing Abraham Lincoln and he was an awesome artist and he was hilarious man we really had a good time it wasn't a really busy show but uh, working across from him in the corner of this it was a bad spot we were kind of at too but working across from him was fun man he was just a fun guy and uh, we got to know him at other shows that we went and did and then you know we've had a close relationship I actually helped talk him into going on the show he had offers they were seeking some, some people they seek out others they have open casting calls so people like me got to go to open casting call. People like Halo, they might have been getting um, a bit more, you know, pursuit. Because he's, he's Halo, honestly. And they, they do that for some of these. Now, other guys, you'll hear, uh, I hear this one a lot. Yeah, they wanted me to be on the show. No, they send out a, a blanket fucking ass email also. So a lot of artists will be like, yeah, they wanted me on the show. Well, yeah, they wanted you on the show. They wanted you to try out for the show is what they want you know but they wanted the same with so halo was in discussions kind of far in it as they liked his artwork and thought he might really do good and um he didn't want to go on it and then after i'd been on i told him yeah you should go on it and he came on and i knew it would be tough i felt like he was my best competition that's a question i get asked a lot i don't know why halo didn't win. Well, i do know why halo didn't win fuck those judges he, sh- he should have i mean looking back at his body of work there like, it's enraging on the day of X-Men. So, I mean, he, here I am watching even my friends get fucked, and it's enraging because you're like, it's not, like, like how did this happen? How did an X, did, did Wolverine, how did that Wolverine win against that rogue? Like, someone needs, please explain to me how on a portrait, anybody can look at those two portraits and determine which is the best. Well, Hugh, Hugh, whoever played Rogue wasn't showing up, you know. Hugh Jackman was. So Hugh Jackman. So it's going to be an ex, It's going to be Wolverine that wins. Can you imagine it another way? Okay, it can't be. You following me? Like Hugh Jackman's doing a press thing. So all of that is so super arranged. He's on a press jacket right now. So like. He's being watched. He can't say certain things when he goes out to America today or whatever. You know what I mean? You got to watch his voice. He can't act inappropriate. can't be drunk. Can't. You know, there's all these, these writers and these things, and he's getting paid right now for doing this Is the press part of the movie that he just made. And he, he does big movies, so he gets paid big money for all this kind of stuff. You're telling me he's going to show up to the set and award the thing to not his character? Well, certainly we looked at it, it, so well, how do we know that? Well, why else would they put two X-Men up there or two Wolverines? Did you think that um, a shitty artist was gonna? You know, who's not gonna pick the Wolverine, right? <laughs> Everybody up there wanted the Wolverine. There ain't a single person that was like, no, give me the Rogue. You know, definitely not the Beast. Nope, nobody is. So you following me? Everybody's like, no, give me the character that inspires the most emotion and that's why they gave two Wolverine choices out there. We're doing two Wolverines. Uh, with, oh. oh, yeah, because you have to make sure that they're good. one of them's going good enough. The problem was that the two people that were uh, – that Maddie and, and Scott who were in an alliance, they gave them to each other. It was a foolish move on Maddie. I don't know if he pays for that in his head anymore, but I think it was a foolish move. Like, uh, I was trying to headhunt Scott from the beginning, I mean, and I was telling people – and in front of Scott, like, hey, you you need to pull some of the fucking brakes on Scott's momentum here. Because he's hitting the ground with a lot of momentum. I've watched the way these he's gone, right? We watched on TV before. I watched last season. And there's a, there's a story here that's more important, you know? And that's what it felt like. I was on the wrong side of the story every time. So I'm going crazy because realizing that, like, you can't have a win. And yet, Halo... Uh, he called up my wife when he, he got his phone before I did that day and they were still filming with me, I think. And he was, um, he, he told Candy, he's like, I don't know. He says it against my better, uh, argument. I would, I would think about beating this fucker's ass. Like it's amazing to watch. And I don't even get it at this point. So now, but when you're there, you want it to be real. Like even me, even being behind the eight ball and being the, the, the bias was being put on me I still want it to be real so that I can feel like if my wins are wins they're real and if and if the money's mine then I earned it do you follow and everybody feels that way so everybody feels like no one wants to say anything like uh, hey the emperor don't have no clothes on right <laughs> because hey like like hey no these guys don't belong judging us one of them's a fucking guitarist the only thing he's ever done that most people like <laughs> was in a, a album called One Hot Minute with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a band in which he was only in for one hot minute. Why the fuck are we watching him? Because he's sexy. That's why you're watching him. Because he's selling this to the soccer moms. There needs to be a reason, right? We can't have Oliver and fucking Nunez because they suck. They're like, if you go over their work, you'll be like, oh, they're crap. But none of us is... as can't, uh, uh, contestants, can, you don't feel comfortable being like, hey, you, you need to shut the fuck up, Nunes, because you don't know what you're talking about. As soon as you start to do that, you're going to be there, you know, in their ire, which I was from you know, getting Tony Hoondahl all this stuff. But no, nobody really wanted to see it so much, and that very last day, uh, Halo, um, he saw it, he called and told my wife, kind of what i went through and so when i talked to my wife that night she was like i just don't you know tell him his mom sucks cocks in hell because that's what i, I told her i was like i'm just gonna start a fight with him tomorrow i'm pretty sure if i say i think there's some words you can say to people and i think that's the one that's gonna get him i couldn't think of anything else i don't know if i'm that cre- creative but i just felt he's an ethnic kid uh loves his mom, i'm betting you know, and, and and maybe she's passed. And I was to the point where I was like, even if she's gone on to the next world, I'm going to feel better about that because it's going to draw him into my punch, you know. It's going to make him want to challenge me when I get him close enough. I'm, I'm going to do something. I'm going to be remembered. I'm going to do exactly what the producers kept telling me. Be remembered. They keep telling you, say what's on your mind, say what's on your mind. You're like, why would I put a target on my face? Is that what? No, I don't say what's on my mind. Even Scott himself was smart not to when the when the when they would come in and he explained this to me later and he was a genius for it when they would come in to judge him he would turn down his machine take a couple of breaths collect himself sit up a little bit straighter and then slow down a bit as though it was super easy i'm like are you fucking kidding me that's genius they would come into me, and I, I would be like, "Hey, fuck you are here. You got to get your thing." And you, but you know, you add stress to this already stressful situation. And they'd be like, "Ah, yeah, we do. But that looks like Hawaiian Islands. So let's uh, let's make it even harder." <laughs> I don't think that they were like. Remember that this show has not has. It's supposed to entertain. It's not supposed to be fair. So that's that. Did other artists recognize me being fucked? I yes towards the end for sure. Just as I recognize Craig Foster got fucked on the first season. But very few people raised too much uh, opposition to Craig getting going home. I was surprised to people that were, uh, in his opinion, you know, close friends, the people he was hanging out with there. They didn't fight harder for that. I think they all recognized what a competitor he was. I didn't think I had a chance of winning and I did kind of, I, I stuck to my guns on it and we had to come to that moment, me and Nunez, where it's just we got to agree to disagree. Because I can tell them a thousand times over that it's proportion day. And that's not bad proportion. You sent somebody home that did bad black and gray and they can tell me that because of future um, episodes, they know that they couldn't have them here because they would mess up something. What you Like you really care about messing up some portraits. I mean, season four certainly showed you that. You know, you guys didn't care about messing up no portraits, just like you didn't care about messing up my portrait by giving me on accuracy day a portrait of an 83 year old woman. Like, you know, there's a beautiful picture of her when she got her wedding dress when she got married. You know, there's a beautiful picture of her when she was in high school, that black and white photo that existed. Those are the perfect thing to work off of. They like got an automatic filter on them. You know what I mean? It's it's. And, but you give me this on purpose. You, you set up, they set up spots to lose. And now they can also control a little bit of how the drama unfolds. It's more about making drama. They're not like, this guy has to win. They they do feel, I believe, like I think they would have loved Tattoo Baby to win. So somebody asked if, I think she got screwed by the Master by her master canvas pulling out yeah she did uh and moreover um like fuck them canvases (laughs) kind of like i would not be a canvas on the show it's a stupid idea uh and it's usually they dangle a carrot in front of the canvases i mean everybody's got a carrot right and it i shouldn't say dangle it's more about they control that carrot you know if you saw my analogy of that video I got on my website of the monkey and the cucumber. That is... I was so glad Mark shared that with me. Because I see it, I knew of the... But when I see it all together with the video, it... it and now it becomes... I, they were always the scientists. They were always providing the food in every case they're always asking and that's the importance of it so they can use those levers those controls to make an entertaining show because otherwise you got best ink and nobody watches it it goes on it's fucking dj Tamby had to fucking come over to ink master just to be known <laughs> yeah, you know okay that guy's awesome did you know he was on best fucking tattoo or best ink or whatever it was most people don't most people didn't know there was a show called that and and one of the reasons they didn't do as good of a job pulling the levers of drama, you know, as Ink Master did. So I love it. I also hate it. I mean, being right there and being subject to it, I would have I would have really liked a hundred thousand dollars. But I got to get over it some point, really, because they made me uh, this this platform of fame, like where I'm even able to talk. It's amazing to me. Be sitting in my bedroom with my gaming headphones on, talking stupid stuff about experiences in my life, and have anybody at all remotely interested in it? <laughs> I can't. But um, I, I I it's I mean some large amount of it, honestly, uh, is is due to the Ink Masters and the bias that they did show against me. You, the hard part was trying to figure out the solution, like, you know, they're writing this storyline, you're going on the show, so you're trying to get ahead of the storyline, but then you see that the storyline is you having this hardship, and you're like, I know eventually they're going to give me the payoff, right, they're going to give me, I'm probably on stage, honestly, it's what they're hoping for, but they're breaking my brain, like, I'm coming out of this and I'm, I'm not even able, like, because I'm sucking this much fucking dick, being this much of a fucking choke and not speaking my mind, the, but this very thing that would get me messed up, because every time I spoke my mind, it just puts this target on me and now they're looking at the kid, so, like, I can't even do it head anymore, you know, especially after I did that piece that I still feel, I mean, it. I post that. That fucking cover-up is beautiful. I get there's not enough flowers, I guess. You don't think we can add flowers? Like, I got a certain amount of time. You guys know I just did a huge-ass tattoo. Like, you you wanted me... And they did. They actually told me... uh, Ollie said, why didn't you just have a small little tree right down there? And I said, a bush right next to her bush? I don't know why they didn't keep that in. I, I didn't see a bush coming out of her bikini line looking better, and that's when he's like, well, she's wearing shorts, she's gonna look, dude, that's with any, if I wear a t-shirt, you don't know what my quarter sleeve looks like, I don't, I don't fucking, (laughs) you know, like, I don't know how we judge, how you cover up parts of it, and then you can judge, the same they did with my turtle, when they beat the shit out of that turtle, and some then, I don't know, he's probably some awesome ball player, but whatever the fuck, I don't give a fuck about sports, I'm just that asshole. Right now there's some football games on, my wife's out there watching them. <laughs> I, I don't know, I won't give a fuck. And so this baseball dude comes on here, throws a baseball good, but has shitty tattoos. And then wants to tell me, there's not enough detail in my foreground. Listen, I just did the biggest tattoo out of anybody out there. You compare the line work in it, and the fucked up thing is, there's like, how do you compare line work to I don't have an outline. Like, is your outline as crisp as this? And it's like, do you see an outline, motherfucker? Where, where, of course it's not as crisp as a black outline. It's not the same fucking, like... But you see that they got it in for the kid. And, you know, they got a grape monkey they're making, too. Grape monkey's important. You give your grape to the right guy. If you're running the production set, you gotta give the grape to the right guy. Everybody else gotta get cucumbers. Somebody's gonna get some fucking some fucking leather, <laughs> you know, somebody's just going to get fucking rocks, because you got to give the grape to the guy that's going to go and hold that, He don't, you don't want anybody sharing that grape, why do you think Halo didn't get that grape, that's what I think, I think Halo tried to share information uh, on portrait day, and I think that was as important that he lose, it was like they were telling him, don't you, don't, don't you do this," but of course, Wolverine was going to win, and then Halo tried to share that information. So, okay, so how many grapes can we give Halo? Not a lot. You know, I've, I've been up and down in my relationship with Halo since the show. If, if Just in my head. Like, I'm not... We, we actually haven't talked a lot. Uh, since the show, when I go to Baltimore, he's getting ready for the tattoo convention in Baltimore, which is huge. And it really has preoccupied him. And uh, so i I don't make any... But we just haven't had any time. We haven't really hung out much. He had an event at his shop I got to go to, and I got to see him there. And we did hang out, and he is still the same lovable halo that, that we love. However, in my head, I would see the, on screen him right behind me and not doing anything when I'm going out to beat Nunez's ass. I wouldn't think of, well, what did you expect him to do? For some reason, I just think... He should have been out there stomping the guy's head in with me or something. Or perhaps holding me back. I don't know. You know, and then I thought too about that phone call for a long time. I thought, I wonder if that was directed to limit com- competition. But I don't think I was seen as so much competition. Certainly not by him on that. Uh, and uh, because where I was going. Like those people. He especially knew how crazy I was going. And I don't know that he didn't try to help. But I wasn't in a place to accept help. either. I'm not really that guy. So I feel bad about the stresses that I personally had to put on the relationship from him seeing me go through that. And not being able to, uh, you know, shit. I'm, I'm pretty, like, I like to bottle it up, you know. <laughs> I don't want you to have it if it's my suffering. It's my suffering. <laughs> I'm going to take it all, you know. Don't you steal my suffering. Doesn't Nine Inch Nails say, like, something like that? And I, we find it. Don't you mitigate somebody's suffering? In in and say, I mean, you got it. Like, I'm not saying that you make them suffer. Uh, like, certainly pull the thorn out. But i I do mean like as you then, like if you try to say, well, it really wasn't that bad. Like somebody's bitching about their latte, right? You know, hey, they have pumpkin spices morning. You're like, well, it really wasn't that bad. They 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 did give you the coffee for free, and you you like hazelnut. You just got the hazelnut, you got it. You just and you got it for free, cause you bitch so fucking. Man, you get believe they didn't have my You me? Don't mitigate. Oh fuck you for telling me no, because I need pumpkin, cause I need pumpkin. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. On the bigger scale of the same, uh, in arguments of of any kind of uh, conflict, when you go to take somebody's imagination of suffering away, you're going to, you know, get a lot of pushback on it. So at any rate, I feel bad as some is about the stresses. but I'm really at a good place. I really see now in hindsight, I see that Halo tried to help me throughout all this. And, uh, and I didn't give him a lot of options. You know what I mean? I didn't give anybody a lot of options. I took it all, uh, inside and made it my own little Nugget until it turned into a what I, was, I thought it was going to be a diamond, but it actually was an explosion. And I, I'm glad my wife didn't let me uh, say, she said, Everybody's got a mother, so you can't tell them his mother sucks cocks in hell. Oh, fuck. You know, baby, you're probably right. Did Tattoo Baby get fucked by the, by the canvas uh, that changed? Yeah. I don't think those guys were ready to let a girl win. And I they, I think they got a lot of control over it, especially in the early years. I know that they had a lot of control over who ultimately won. You know, and, and if you think about it as though you're a judge to you, you kind of see how it goes. Right? Like how you see how um, you, you like Five. Like out of these sixteen, you're like you're always looking for your tops, right? And so you're just like, well, I like five of them. Everybody else becomes fodder at that moment to make a show with. You don't care what order they go. So if somebody in your earpiece is telling you, hey, let's just do this for you know, let's keep rolling. I'm making up stories here, okay? You, somebody's gonna be like, yeah, they shouldn't. Have, I'm I'm just making, but let's keep somebody that's a lesser artist. I guess I was about to say Roland. I got to be honest, but let's keep rolling on a little bit longer, because it's going to enrage these people or something. It's going to and 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 let's get rid of a, a artist that's better than him. Prior to that, because he's boring, right or something. He's not going to turn out something that's as jaw dropping as the Acid Cat, right? Love you, Roland. Uh, Roland is awesome. And he's, he's as we all are we're far better artists after going through that you know uh, at any rate if you you wouldn't mind having those people you know like okay yeah we'll keep this this guy around for a minute he sucks but you want me you, you is he's not one of my top five and eventually you're gonna be like there's only three of them that I even want to and your your own judge your own judgmental biases are gonna be as strong in that situation you know. And you're going to use them as strong as you feel in your contract for the show. Does that makes sense? And then weigh it against your own levels of honor. <laughs> but the people that we see, we usually want to reward the things that are most like us. So the more you can be like those three assholes, which is impossible to, they're pretty far reaching. Uh, but the more you can enamor yourself to them, the more they're going to like you. And there's also a push there uh, for like, what is it going to represent for the franchise of Ink Master? Like, if I don't know that James Vaughn had such a chance of winning the first season of Ink Master because he wasn't the appearance of the person that they would want to attach. You know, following me? Like, uh, and I love James Morton. Like so, James, my my dear friend, uh, I love that man. Um, but he he's you know James, he he don't give a fuck to dress uh, prim proper. He's not worrying about combing his hair, you know. He's he's hilarious. I love him, but uh, that's not the guy you're gonna attack your flagship, like because you're going you're gonna, gonna want to promote whoever won. Along with your product. That's your product. You know. So you're going to want to somehow. And that's got to be somebody that looks like a Joey Hamilton. Right? There's got to be somebody that, that's like. Where is that kind of stuff? When Joey Hamilton won. They had that the, some Michelob show or something like that. You couldn't follow me around in my fucking RV. <laughs> you know. You, I just lost my house. What are you going to have? You're not going to have anything that anybody wants to drink a beer to. So. Uh. I don't know, it it's got it. like these are the things that I see that help contrive the biases and that that spin it the way it is, I guess, because there's gonna be a lot of question, like how much is manufactured? How much is that? What is manufactured is stuff like a lot of the reactions. You know, when we go up in line before we do any filming, they would be like, okay, somebody, somebody just told the funniest joke, and we would all laugh. Okay some somebody just slipped and fell in front of you, and we would all have to be you know give that kind of a reaction and it was hard not to give the same reactions over and over eventually i think they got so many of me rolling my eyes because i'm just like rolling my eyes at the idea of doing another fucking take on a hot tuna fish sandwich that was just opened up next to me like oh that wasn't tuna fishy enough you're on the subway kyle and i'm thinking well the subway already stinks tuna fish sandwich, I'm already putting myself in the mindset of, you know, it just makes sense, and hell, at least it's covering the scent of the pee, (laughs) you know, so, (laughs) um, not enough, we need bigger reactions, guys, so a lot of that's, that's how they edit those things, sometimes you'll see Frankenstein edits, where it's just like, that doesn't, that seems out of order, by placement, I can see that, I tried to allude to that, um, with my with shaving my hair, I thought I could help control. I wouldn't, or shave my face. I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't shave, but every four to five days, or something like that. I think I wouldn't shave until I did a confessional, uh, which generally they tried to do every week, but uh, they had to get some of these because of time constraints and stuff. There, I had to do like four weeks prior on do uh, uh, more than one. You know what I mean? Where they're like, for four weeks, I didn't do a confessional. And then we go in and we catch up all these... This like eight episodes. And I try and act like I'm right... Then talk like you're, it's happening right now. Well, it happened a fucking month ago. <laughs> like, I, I don't... Know, like, my brain ain't like that, girl. Uh, and they have you I was wearing the same clothes and the same backdrop when you're doing the confessionals. So they can try and make it seem like, you know, it's this ambiguous time. They, they like it to seem... Talk about it like it just happened seconds ago. You went and got changed in your confessional stuff. Now, this has changed how I watch reality shows too, quite a bit. Um, one, I on the, I don't I never I don't care about the canvases so much on the show, uh, Ink Masters. I, I did a bit more. I treated them like cl- clients before. In in hindsight, uh, I realized that they were all being controlled. And, and, and many times against me here's one time i go with joe this he's a he's a model he'd never been in jail but the very first day um he he's pacing and acting like he's a jailed guy and i gotta deal with him He's even threatening to beat my ass. That's why I was like, I'm going to punch that toothpick down your throat and watch you aspirate in front of me, you dumbass. Nobody gets in a fight with somebody. with a, You don't get a fight with something in your mouth. He was like picking a fight with me. and had this toothpick in his mouth. I could see it kept making him feel tough. And then he eventually asked me too many times, what you going to do about it? And that's why I was like, well, I'm going to punch you right in the mouth and hope I knock that fucking toothpick down your throat. I'm going to laugh horrifically as you fucking bleed out in front of me. <laughs> you know, like, because they tried to give you fucking CPR and shit, but you're going to aspirate that and you ain't getting it out. I hope you fucking, uh, that's what I said. Something like that. I was pretty angry. But I realized that they were treating him like a joke, too. He kept acting like he was big shit. And couldn't understand Why? 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 If you were jailed, would you be being a dick to the guy that's going to get a chance to tattoo you? You were just doing the best good time ever. You didn't get this reward for being, like, yeah, I'm the toughest guy in the cell, you know? I crack people up, I get them killed, and fucking, I'm running this old block, and you don't get it like that. You know what I mean? You can't, and you can't introduce a bloodborne disease or the possibility of inside of a jail. That's one of the biggest problems with, with tattooing in jail. It might be more allowed. In jail. If it wasn't for that, you know. Uh, at any rate, they that you. Then the next time I see him, we're doing this cover up on his arm, and he, he's loving it. We're talking and we're getting round, great, and we're putting this stencil on him and I shave him up and get him on. And then the camera came in, and immediately he started acting. I didn't understand it. It took a while for me to even sink it in i thought he was just giving me funny funny banter for a minute like you might rib each other because we be, we become friends at some point you know or we talk as though and now he's giving me so i was like oh, i give him some back and he wants to be a, like hard dick and start talking about fighting shit like like uh talking about knocking me out and walking over my knocked out body or something on the way out. i'm like he just turned into that asshole from yesterday the fucking camera so then when i realized that too i'm just like well how do you respond how do you respond in this situation? So I was like, I don't know, everything seems so fake. Well, what I realized from that is that they got their carrots, their motivators that they for for all their other kids too, you know, for their uh, for all their contestants. Some of those people are just trying to get a free tattoo, sure. But they want to have a couple of people that they that are going to be remembered. Remember, everything's about being remembered. And so if they tell me, Kyle, this is no good for you not to be remembered, they're telling Joe the same thing. That's why when the camera comes on, he's like, time to be remembered. Right? You following me? That's where he's going with it. That's where they're all going. So now I do watch reality shows differently. And I do watch reality shows. I cannot watch Ink Master. I might have to go back and watch some of these later seasons. But uh, after season four, I've only watched a handful of episodes. It's Like stressful, <laughs> and I, I I so I just don't. It, and, and knowing sometimes it, it also, it's also like the veil's ripped away. Like, uh, knowing you can hear sometimes, I believe, when a producer has fed somebody, especially an Ink Master, a line. When, when one of my friends, like Maddie Hickson, I seen him on uh, uh I think the finale, uh, and I, I was like, dude, I got fed that fucking bit right there. You can see that that's the feed. You know, you can see even the way he gave it. But he was getting more comfortable with giving it, right? Like, like I could see that he was like, oh, fuck it. They're going to make me say it. You know what? I'm going to say it with, it's kind of just with the person, with the passion, excuse me, if they want, just the energy level that they ask, because they're always asking, up the energy, Kyle, do you need a coffee or something? You want some alcohol? That's when you could get coffee and alcohol, no problem. Any other time, you, you ain't getting no Starbucks. You go to the confessional. Oh, yeah, get them amped up. <laughs> Uh, and the same, though, with these with these canvases, I, I don't have so much remorse for him because I kind of feel like you had to know you were getting into it, or you did get what you wanted out of it because you wanted to be remembered more than... Like that girl that left on Danger? Yeah. 100% she was playing that. you telling me that, like, look... If you can look her up, she's probably got an IMBD. <laughs> you follow? Like, she's... Like, um, if you could look that girl up, I bet that she was trying to become a model, or she had an agent, or she had something that she was trying. You know, there was a lot of people that come down there and they would always try and give like they would kind of, and all the cast would kind of like ah oh, fuck, I shouldn't say cast, all the crew and stuff. But when they would come up and they would try and give uh, Navarro a CD, be like, hey man, you're in the music industry, you hear some more shit, and they'd be like, dude, we fucking tell you guys not to do that we specifically tell you guys not to give and these guys are like oh this is my one chance man this is i'm breaking out so that's the people they're getting on so of course they're going to have control they're trying to get controls in every situation they're going to want a couple as many levers as they can have and that makes sense to me if you're making a show so now when i watch shows i also see some of the same things other shows i believe do it way differently too though Um, And it has changed the way I watch a lot of reality shows I I don't care about. I I do watch the challenge, uh, with MTV's challenge, because I've been watching it for like 30 fucking years. Um, And it's usually entertaining. I always liked the competitions, but I wish they'd show more of the competition in like a real time. And so now I kind of watch it, me and my wife watch it together. And we just kind of, I kind of play video games while I watch it sometimes. Cause he just, the drama's fun. I like hearing what, you know, these people have invested so much into their lives now. Uh, And they they get in arguments and so many times it's like their motivations are not matching (laughs) with what their actions are. Um, But what else do I watch? I watch that, uh, I love, I don't love it, but I like, I'm a terrible human being, I tell you. There's a show out called Married at First Sight where they take two idiots and they're like, hey, you want to get married? And they're like, yeah, I was looking to get married. And they're like, how about if you've never seen him before? It's like, just first first sight, just be like, hey, getting married? And they're like, yeah, well, would they meet my qualifications? No, they're going to meet the qualifications of six MTV producers who uh, who, <laughs> who usually make the real world. Well, that sounds like it could be dangerous. No, no, we're going to have some TV uh, personality Therapists on, you know, some people that are ready for fucking TV, and they're gonna help you guys iron it all out as you work through this thing. We're gonna make some drama, and maybe you'll be married at the end. Who knows? And surprise, surprise, it has a worse success rate for lasting marriages than uh, than actual marriage, <laughs> which has a pretty bad success rate too. But uh, so I watched that show because I'm a terrible. I just. Uh, I want them all to fail. It's bad. Actually, I should stop watching that show because my intention is to be entertained by their hubris to think such a thing should work. And every downfall that they they have, uh, that's what I triumph. When they have successes, I'm like, ah. And there's times. I shouldn't act like that. Sometimes there's times when I'm like, oh, those two are really cute. You do kind of get winners and like winners and losers, but people that you you have an affinity for, uh, <laughs> and it goes. On. Uh, that's those are what else shows that I watch. I would like. Well, I watch a lot of UFC fights. Um, I like. Uh, uh, I find that to be the highest form of entertainment probably for me, next to playing Call of Duty there's only a few reality shows a couple of entertaining shows i'm not as much of a, a nerd culture as i used to be it being sold to everybody is really taking it away from me uh, everybody loves marvel now and I, I, i'm i'm kind of an asshole it just makes me be like hey if i can who gives a shit thor i didn't watch it oh did you see what's happening with the black panther too I'm like i they got it they got it too i didn't not in, not entertained by it anymore. the The X Men when it first started, those couple of X Men was good. The Spider Man was good. I guess this new Spider Man supposed to be good. I'm not excited. I don't. It's because everybody else is, and when everybody else is, I really think it's probably been watered down. My enjoy it's like sometimes they they do that where they just like, they don't, tickle your 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 uh, intelligence. They just like spell it all like spoon feed it for you you know <laughs> mama bird's coming in here's the plot okay eat it and i, I ain't saying that's what they're doing spider-man we plan on i'm going to see it uh we were gonna go see it my son wanted to go after he got his booster shot now we all got the covid so you don't want me sitting in a chair next to you might kill your grandma um Anyways, wrap it up, Kyle. You wanted to talk about Mr. Lilly. And now I almost feel like I've talked about so much Ink Master stuff. I shouldn't talk about how uh, I got into, you know, art and all Or I shouldn't expound on that. I've already talked a little bit about how I got into art. But Mr. Lilly was probably one of the most um, influential art teachers on me. Mr. Lilly was a wrestling teacher or a wrestler when he was young. He was a, a smaller guy, shorter than most of his students, and uh, I mean, by the time we were in high school, at least, and he was awesome. He would write anybody a pass, anytime, for any reason, and he barely even knew the reason. Like, you honestly would just show, you would find Mr. Lilly, if he wasn't in his room, he would be somewhere doing a project with some students somewhere in the hallway, right? And uh, you would be like, hey, Mr. Lilly, I need a pass if you can. And he'd be like, What it's third hour? And you're like, yeah, I'm just getting here. And he's like, so you want it for the full day? <laughs> you know? And he'd be like, yeah, that would be awesome. He would write it on a napkin, a receipt, you know, anything he had nearby. And when the teachers saw the pass, they'd be like, oh, Mr. Lilly. Well, Mr. Lilly was influential because he put me on the spot one time, right? I, I'd go to class and I had missed the first hour day before it was first day of school of high school I'm a freshman and I had missed the first day of class so I missed my first hour English hour, uh, art class and I was so excited to have first hour be art that I was I knew I was going to show up on time yeah, every at the, the year after every class that I had that was first hour I failed uh because I just didn't show up on time Really, really lazy, and I'm not a morning person. It's just me. <laughs> and uh, so I couldn't show up. I, was, I swear to God, these schools are not trying to turn out the best product. They are trying to turn out the most product. Um, so take control of your kids' education a bit somehow. At any rate, then we need to have things more varied for kids that are of different types. I could have done better with nicotine, too. If you allowed me to smoke in school, I could have done better. Um, I don't think I would have done as many drugs if you would uh, let me smoke cigarettes in school. Just saying. I don't know. Maybe I'm way wrong. But I think I would have had uh, someone to lean on in those cases and possibly trust you better. But when I tried marijuana and saw that he was all lying, because I was like, this is not that bad. (laughs) And I didn't start pulling out my hair because I needed more. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, there might be lying about cocaine too. Um anyways, Mr. Lily, uh, awesome art teacher, first day of school I missed because I forget why. Something happened. That's what happened. I should have been there. I said I would be there on time every day. And you know what I was? Every day after that I made it first hour because we were doing art class. But that day he says, Hey, well here's what you missed. Every day everybody everybody yesterday everybody got up and they talked about art. What art meant to them and what art was, the definition of art. That's, so, you got to get up in front of the whole class as a freshman, in front of this class full of seniors and juniors and a couple of freshmen like yourself, some sophomores, but you got to explain to them what art is. You got to give your definition of art. And you got to tell them, what the fuck? <laughs> what a dick ass move, right? But, uh, it, you know, he must have done it to everybody yesterday and they all had to go through that and embarrassment. At least they all got to share it though I just got to, like you know so I did I stumbled over it and remember I'm a little kid that loves art at this point my last art teacher in elementary Robertson she was awesome um a little lesbian that that loved to do pottery she she really helped me she was awesome and so I was really expecting to have this awesome relationship with this art teacher and now I'm having thrown into the, the wolves den you know right into the fire. I, I just trumbled over it. I was like, art is, you know, it's like pe- pencils, you know, it's paint. I, uh, but I guess art is books too, right? Uh, so, and honestly, I don't think until that moment I'd ever really thought of what art was. So fast forward in life, and Mr. Lily is having a career day. And very few people get jobs in art. But I had one. And we'd still maintain somewhat relationship i think he reached out to me maybe on the facebook maybe this is before facebook it was a long time ago it wasn't after ink master it was before ink master and uh and he asked if i would come to the school and talk about the career of being an artist of tattoo artist and i was like yeah that's awesome they asked me you know how'd you get into it and i had to lie to him (laughs) and say it definitely wasn't drugs (laughs) which that's how i got into tattooing selling drugs, marijuana, I shouldn't say by selling drugs, but I was selling marijuana to the tattoo artists, um, and that was my end that made me, you know, have a, 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 like, he's cool, we can share information with him, you know, and that wasn't even that good, to just get information, but at any rate, Mr. Lilly, uh, so I couldn't tell him that, obviously, I had to him haw find different ways, and also, like, I had to let him think that I graduated high school, and that I didn't only have a GED because the judge made me get it, Uh, but I didn't tell them that I was able to dance around it, but I told them about how my life was formed by that question because the truth to me was, was it, it it was, that question was every day then. What is art going over in my head, right? Like what is art? Is that art? Is this art? That's, that could be art. If people have a strong, I almost was like a Jeff Foxworthy joke with everything like if it has a strong reaction it might be art you know if people argue over it it might be art you know if people say it's not art it's definitely art <laughs> there, there were a few kind of rules that were going over my head of what art was and it came down to me that art is the act or the result more art is the result of creation of the act of so, humans are art because your mom and dad was getting down, and they created that. And um, and aren't they art? <laughs> Study any one of them. Tell me that shit ain't art. Even down to the biology, but I mean, there's their social behavior, their sociology, their psychological wirings and all that kind of stuff, that's art, right? Um, and certainly, what they produce is art. Uh, the act of creating anything, I believe, is an art, and you can then judge it. It might be bad art, you know. Somebody takes a dump on a paper plate, puts an American flag in it, sells it for $100,000, calls it art. In my mind, it's not questionable whether it's art. That's art. It's bad art. You know, you following me? Arts, and if it can be judged, it's a good chance that it's art. Um, Art, when done best, creates conversations that then help people find similarities and understanding of each other. That sounded almost good. I almost I like that one. I think I'd stick my head on hat on that. Uh, I kinda just pulled it out of my ass, but it's also it's an idea or a thought that I've had for something like my art I want to create a conversation with. If if I don't successfully create the conversation, I feel like I did it poorly, you know? If I make somebody stay away instead of asking a question I generally did it poorly. Sometimes I want it to be an answer, though. Some people are like me. They don't mind if people stay away. You know, the tattoos done rightly sometimes tell those people to stay the fuck away. (laughs) My neck tattoo works really well for that. Like, I only talk to cool people. Or, excuse me, only cool people approach me, generally, unless they're, uh, you know, some Karen or... Isn't it Kyle? Or is it Todd? I think it's Kyle. (laughs) some kyle comes up to me all aggro and shit that's the only time that my neck tattoo doesn't work but if i'm going somewhere and some judgmental prick sees me they know not to talk to me and i'm happier for it cause who needs them right um that was art and mr Lilly put that in my head and then he explained to me when i told the class that i went to his class and i explained to him my job and all that and i Explain to him how Mr. Lilly actually formed that. He then confessed to me. He said, Kyle, you know, I forgot about that. He says, in all my history of, uh, of teaching, I've never asked any student to ever stand up in front of the class and explain what art was except for you. <laughs> I didn't do that to the seniors the day before. I only did it to you to make fun of you a little bit because, you know, I'm a fun teacher. <laughs> you missed class and you didn't know what we did the day before. So instead of having you make up some assignment, I decided to have some at your expense, and now the like honestly like that could make you mad too, but it made me love the guy more because it really did become a part of like I don't know that it, without ever being asked that and put on that spot and then failing so miserably to properly answer that I don't know that my quest of art would have ended me in the same place or given me you know I don't know where it would go. I don't, I feel like it would it's possible that it would have gone nowhere, and maybe right now I'd be building houses, and still, or, you know, doing siding, actually, I got to do some remodeling today again, I keep talking about that, got, living room's looking better, pulled off some of that uh, old paneling that was up, and uh, man, the drywall's not so bad, underneath. I messed up, you know, you don't care about my drywall, I don't need to tell you that I just mud at a spot that i know is going to crack because of movement i don't know why i didn't put tape over it i don't need to tell you that so let's go i think i actually let's hope that that might even be at the end of this am i wrong um i feel like i've answered some questions pretty successfully and uh i really appreciate you guys listening i'm not putting any more any stuff at the end for a minute because some people did listen all the way to the end and y'all called me an idiot for not thinking that you would so, uh, I, I've got a lot of shipping and handling to do. I will be mailing those out. Thank you very much for listening. I'm uh, I'm having a lot of fun with this. I hope you guys are too. Um, did I talk enough about Mr. Lady? Did I talk enough about Art? I, I've got more stuff that I want to talk about. Uh, but, um, I want to I go and hang out with my family. Fucking Joe Rogan's got a hard job, really, you know. <laughs> There's got to be a lot to it to do it so successfully i've been amazed at like, like there's all these statistics that i get from the people i've reached and uh if i'm understanding this stuff right i'm talking to people right now in other countries and it all oh, feels pretty awesome to to have you guys care send in the questions you give me stuff to talk about too um i think i'm going to try and go to some reddit stuff and and answer some stuff on reddit i should talk about scott's actually now that i know somebody actually mentioned on reddit that scott's win was tainted a bit under the the guise of his unoriginality um that's something we noticed all of us uh really early on Maybe I'll. No, I won't. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm arguing myself. Sorry. General J brought up a stack of papers. You saw one that had a guy on a horse. That image was a Getty image and not copywritten. And that's why you saw it. They couldn't show you the copywritten material. You follow me? They couldn't show that to you. Because if they showed it to you, then they would be breaking that copyright and they would owe that person money as well. Now, did Scott use all that? Yeah, of course. Did other contestants? Yeah. It's really tricky. They wanted us to use Getty Images very much because they explained how other contestants had been sued. That means to me that they were also sued. And possibly because of their lawyers, I bet they were still in litigation at the time without a decision from a judge at that point. There may have been a decision from a judge is guilty or not guilty, but it might have been through the appeals process. If it was guilty, I almost guarantee it was through the appeals process. So it would be going on and ongoing and an ongoing concern for them. And that's why they kept saying, only use Getty. And Getty had nothing that you could search. It wasn't like Google. So nobody was using it. Yeti, we couldn't, you know People like myself, we were drawing off Of what we saw because we put this high Ideal on like our own Artistic vision of that People like Scott did not And it was, a uh, Francis came Up to a few of us, I think he was trying To, Francis knew Scott a bit And I think he was trying to get under him a little bit You know, and and he, he Was like me in recognizing Scott's Trajectory as being Taken off really good he was somebody that, you know, he was going to shine in the later on with the black and gray and with portrait day. And so he needed to get to there and he wanted to slow down Scott. They'd known each other. They're from kind of the same areas. So he pointed out to us that on geometry day, he had actually ripped off a tattoo that was in his portfolio. And then he had taken his portfolio to try and cover that and he had removed it. I don't know how he knew, the, oh, he, oh, that's how, he went on, like, a web page, MySpace, Facebook, whatever it was, and he, like, showed us, he's like, hey, look, doesn't this look exactly like that image? And I was like, yeah, it does, and he says, yeah, I thought it did, too, because I remembered it being in his portfolio, because when I saw him, we started catching up, I was looking through his portfolio, seeing where he's coming, where, you know, he was at nowadays, because we hadn't seen each other in a minute. I saw that tattoo, didn't think nothing of it, kept turning the pages, we do Geometry Day. He does the tattoo he's already done that's because scott's smart now it might not be the most honorable you know i don't like to put the same tattoo on anybody without somebody knowing about it but scott uh found this is and, and the image is actually a clip art image so it's not probably even copywritten. and it wouldn't be a problem that he did it 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 just began the first look into the lack of his originality um, which on other seasons with you know with Scott Hibbert that was a big thing for us but Joey won I don't think he drew shit I mean I don't think he drew shit and Joey's not really an artist so much as he um, excuse me he's not so much of a uh, drawing from memory or, or from you know uh, a repertoire of shapes and stuff like that as, as he has in his head he doesn't sit there and draw or sketch on paper that much. Uh, Joey usually puts stuff together, like a tattoo artist does, and then tattoos it. So he finds a model that maybe you need to tweak the arm and move it like this or that. Uh, maybe you find a model and uh, she's she's got a football helmet in her hand, but you can make that look like a rugby helmet or something, or, or a, a, a roller derby helmet. And you just got to make the way she's got her feet in the cleats look like she's on skates or something. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what you got to do. Which is still art. But uh, it's not the level of art that it felt like we were supposedly trying to achieve when we all beat up on Joshua Hibbert for doing many of the same things. But nobody ever beat up on Joe <laughs> But, you know, such is, is, is what it is. Uh, Scott scott lacked originality um yes he did he he did base copies of other people's artwork and the reason that you see the one image that was a getty image is because they couldn't show you the many other images that he had used to create his tattoos and i also believe that is why isn't that the isn't that the episode that's missing too maybe it's not the episode that's missing i suspected it to be the episode that's missing but i really haven't gone back and watched any of the episodes Except for up to my blowing up, I didn't want to watch any afterwards because I'm such a, a sour little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they all hurt a little bit and seeing me not there. I think I watched them um, after they were done. After we were done filming, I think I watched them when they were all coming up. That was the season that I did watch, I think. And then I don't know, I've really watched any others except when I was like uh, in Cocoa Beach with mark longenecker we watched his episode and uh, other than that every time i, I can only watch him for a amount of time before i'm like yelling at myself in the mirror <laughs> i don't know. like i like uh like i'm yelling at the judges like what i don't know i my wife uh, you, do, you all right i'm like i don't even realize i'm doing it <laughs> i feel like i don't just went in there to wash my hands i'm like yeah well fuck you too bitch the scots um Uh, i thought that that's why episode six wouldn't be missing scott messed up on one day and he did machine elves and he did this lettering that was uh, poor as a matter of fact they had they had complained about melissa monroe i think the very day prior doing some lettering that they thought was poor and scott exhibited the same problem almost even exaggerated the same problem like it was almost worse than his the lettering towards the end was bad but then, like, this M was, like, all weird and curved over. That's what I remember of it. They gave them a big suck-ass critique, like they did, or was there a suck-dick critique. Like, they just jumped on their knees and were like, we're having you on stage. Don't even fuck worry about it, man. We got your back, bro. And uh, and we all started shaking our heads. Because they had also explained to us, you know, they kept telling us, a lot of you are acting like you're getting worse critiques. This is something that was said on every season of us. Uh, a lot of you are acting as though you're getting worse critiques than we've given or that you've seen. Well, when you see critiques, and this is also true though, but when you see critiques, they would explain, you're only seeing 20 seconds, if that, right? Five seconds sometimes, right? So we, but to get that, we have to give a lot. So it seems like we're being overly harsh because we have to are or, or harsher than we have been in the past. But we're not. You just haven't seen how harsh we've been. That was always the excuse that we were given, okay? And uh and that was sitting on us because it, we had to compare that to what was actually happening. You know, Scott was not getting that. They explained listen, any tattoo in the world, we can find problems with. And you see me talking with Scott about that. You say when I'm saying You can, they, they, I I didn't say they. I'm like so angered that I can't get my words out properly. What I'm meaning is they tell us. Not only so angered, I should say everything's so quick because it's not like Scott's, like, Kyle, I'm going to give you until you have a period and you're done. You're trying to get things out and Scott's, they fucking cut you off. Every fucking egotistical motherfucker in the world just cut you off. Don't let you get your fucking thought. As though like your thought ended minutes. Like, hold up. Uh, so I'm, you gotta get so you can't say. But they're saying that they can find fault in any tattoo. And that they must so that they have things to edit. And that may not make it into the final cut. And they're saying that as though it matters. However, we're watching Scott get none of that. They couldn't find anything bad to say about his tattoos. And they didn't. And th- that day when he did the Machine Elves, they gave him another awesome critique and basically assured him that he was about to win. He certainly didn't have any threat of doing a bad tattoo. And they said to us, oh, I see a lot of people back there shaking their heads. You guys, what what do you got to say? Nobody wanted to say anything. Because, you know. So, who says anything? Yeah. Okay. My mistake. I should have known better, but so I speak up. I'm like, so we're going to complain about Melissa's lettering, but not about Scott's? Like, you guys don't see that? And Differdorfer stepped right up too. Actually, he started going into him. He's like, Yeah, you fucking went off about Melissa's tattoo. And, you're... and so they took a moment and then they critiqued that part and they mitigated in their critique the effect of that part. Because overall, they still said it's this great tattoo. So you did kind of stretch the M a bit, but it kind of fits with this and that but overall it's always on the butt that's where the winner gets he gets it in the butt uh, <laughs> they always give you oh someone's in my driveway oh, stray cat um so they always give you that you know but and that that you'll see that's what determines the wins for you well who's at my front door So, anyways, uh, the butt seems to determine the. And uh, I don't know. I th- I feel like that's that Scott's copyright issues, are possibly why that episode's not shown. I thought so, because and he's not the first artist to copyright. Actually, Jamie Davies. Uh, he did something with the heart and the eye. Like in the pupil, which was uh, Ortega's style. Like, and so she sued. I thought she, I think she won some from him. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of because that was like her signature, you know, it was like I always put the heart in that highlight. So I know that he took my image and he used it like that. And then you guys used it in promotion of your show. And so you owe me some money. And that was a big, you know, that's a big thing for them. Like they own everything that I drew on that show. I don't get to uh, make prints of it or nothing w- without them being mad about it. Um, except, I I don't know actually. I have a painting. that They took a picture of and blew up. I think that was my original artwork, and I have the rights to sell it and prints of it, I think. Although, since I've gotten the painting back, I've changed the painting and made it better because it was crap. And so the poster is this, like, the painting's actually like an 8 by 10 and they blew it up super huge size. And uh, that made me see all the flaws in it and why I didn't like it, and so I went back and repainted it. So now I have the set painting and the small painting. But I feel like I should be able to sell, certainly the altered one. But I feel like I would be able to sell the prints of the one that I hate, too. Which I wouldn't do because I hate. Maybe I would sell that print. Because I'm tired of having it in my living room. Looking at me being like, remember, this is the best you could do when you were on that show. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I think, I, I think uh, Scott's lack of originality, I don't know how much that should taint his, his win, though. Uh, I, the thing that should taint anybody's win uh, would be just that we're trying to make a show that's entertaining, you know? And we're trying to make something that lives on. I questioned and I don't know. I've seen some beautiful artwork that Ashley, um, and she's an awesome artist. However, that being said, I also feel that there was a huge push, so that they could have a spin-off show like that, Ink Angels. I think they knew that they wanted to have the um, the, her her runner show or whatever that was wasn't it Ink Angels or something like that. I think they knew they wanted to have that before they had Ash. Uh, is that her name even? But the girl with the white eyes and the white hair. Uh, she's an awesome. Artist does all the jewelry. I don't, I didn't watch the episodes I have, so I I have to preface with, I don't, I'm not a a qualified judge on this, but I will say the, because of the way we saw them casting and they were asking us, like, they were like, do you know any hot lesbians that, and that she's a lesbian, God, I don't, I feel like you have to, careful about everything you say nowadays, but, so, and it was actually, just say it, fucking Kyle, okay, so, they were asking us, do you know any hot tattoo artist, female, female tattoo artist, hot, Lesbian would be awesome too. Hot lesbian, very important. Hot, uh, and that and that's who they wanted to get on the show. You know, we knew that they wanted then a female winner. We thought too, and if you watch the shows, um, male female viewership, it progressed and eventually it had a dominant women's. The more women were watching Ink Masters than men. It was their, it was their highest female watch show as well as their highest show and so i think that became a demographic they wanted to chase understand that these people are are filling their bank accounts you know that they've got an interest to their stockholders if you will you know what i mean so they have to have a good product they're not going out trying to make the most honest competition because if they're going to do that they could they could fail so these things I think that's how you figure it out. You figure out their motivating factors and you know that they're, they're tracking this stuff better than you can. I don't get Nielsen ratings. You know, I don't know what those things are. I don't know how to even study demographics. But I do know that as their female viewership went up, they uh, worked at having more female artists and better female artists that they could award. And they eventually did. And uh, I think it. I think it failed because they tried to do the same low-budget idea. Like, every time they did a spinoff, they started out with a low budget. If it proves itself, it will have a higher budget. When I think they kind of needed to come off with some of the swag that they had an Ink Master already. And be like, no, this is our sister. This isn't our redheaded stepchild. You know what I mean? That this is our next show. This is something big to us. And if it was just broader based on appeal. They were trying to capture lightning again. I don't, I don't. You can't. I mean, Ink Master hit as it did for all these reasons, but as they took some of them away from us to award the the other the more bases, as they took the meat and potatoes away, remember when we used to get to see what the tattoos looked like? You know what I'm saying? And then at the end, they're like, we didn't even look at that tattoo. We got like a second. They're like, blink, there's a tattoo. And then they're just beating it up. And that's all I got was the criticisms. You know what I mean? Remember as they were doing that, um, you, you, you feel the viewership uh, or the the love of the die-hard tattoo enthusiast viewership die off and how do i know that was happening is because people were coming up to me and telling me like that so i felt like they're removing the meat and potatoes They're like dude they we don't even get to see the tattoos anymore i used to watch it because i wanted to see the shit now it's like all you get is the drama and as i hear uh the viewers telling me this then i gotta know that they're not doing that as a mistake I would then also around that same time, I would start getting people telling me, I don't have a tattoo, but I love watching the show. Actually, sometimes it'd be infuriating because those people would also sometimes confide in you like, I just love it when they beat you guys up. When you're so sure that you have such a beautiful tattoo and then they're just like, nope, you suck. And you was like, yeah, uh, you love that. huh? That was my worst day. You love my worst day. I bet Jesus loves the Loves it when you love that he died for you, you know. I don't, I wonder that you think we're going to go back to heaven and Jesus is going to see our cross tattoo and be like, Oh, yeah, crosses. I remember those things. <laughs> yeah, great. Glad you, yeah, cross. Yeah, we're all dying to hang out on him. <laughs> Everybody wanted to hang out on the cross. Um, yeah, so sometimes people would tell you that and you'd be like, Oh, fuck. But you noticed that that was the viewership probably they're going after. That's why Navarro even existed. He was to tell soccer moms, it's cool. Look at my pretty hair and my enunciated words with my pouty lips. You know? Like, it, it was, like, I don't know. It all makes sense to you when you think about it, like, we got to make a show that's entertaining. It doesn't make sense to you when you think about it, like, we got to make a show that's honest. And inside of that confusion is is what makes people want to get involved more, you know? It makes people want to fight for me as an artist. It's hard for me to not understand like they should they, they had to understand it. What was what was driving the show was not the judges. It was important that they be the same and be the same assholes. That was important. But what was driving the show was the many nuanced um characters on the show like myself and like everybody else and then the at home's ability to get behind our work because they made us slight stars so that's why i'm saying they're missing is when they did those tattoo angel shows or something like that it seems like they went into a town and they only had three of these people that you couldn't become invested in their lives the only lives you could become invested in were the stars that you already saw and I don't know that women are ready to watch women. Like, uh, they ain't ready to vote for one as president. You follow me? Like, women like to be catty against women. It's It, it might be changing. And maybe I'm saying some, God damn it. maybe I'm saying some misogynistic shit. But I feel it's pretty fucking true. And you can get mad about misogyny, but you shouldn't when it's fucking just a true analogy of a situation. I don't think women wanted to watch Tattoo Angels. Because they don't want female heroes so much as they wanted to fight for the underdog, too. You know, they're like everybody, women, right? So they want to fight for the underdog, but they can't fight for the underdog because you're showing a show that only gives them enough time to become invested in the heroes. You know I mean? You made the judges the heroes, and you, you failed as a result. That's, that's why I think Ink Angels... Uh, failed, is, is because of those reasons. It isn't because they didn't have good artists, it's because they didn't show it properly, you know, they wanted to make, like, I think they should have just had Ashley on as a judge, like, you need a female on the judge, so, like, just bring her up as a judge, right, you should have four judges anyways, right, and then have the, a deciding judge, why do you have a guest judge that shows up and doesn't have a deciding factor, <laughs> right, that doesn't make sense. Um, or get one, rid of one of your, your stupider judges. I would have suggested Nunez, but probably the racist would be a better choice. Um, yeah, get rid of that one. And maybe even think about getting rid of Navarro. Although, uh, I know we all hate, a lot of people dislike him, but he's, he does his job. Like he, he enunciates, he talks well, he gets through the fucking, you don't have a million cuts. You don't want to be there filming a reality show and stopping every five seconds you're not going to be able to get the reality if you got to fucking keep feeding this guy's lines or letting him go over the shit he's got to say until you can kind of mash it all together in some edited version of all right i think we got enough we'll make it work now i think one time there, there was a difference on the set between the directors director for season four was a fucking douchebag director for season three was awesome uh, one of the producers on season four, hated the director on season three, and me and him were friends of sorts. I really liked the guy; we share a lot in common, including uh, our first name. But um, he didn't really like the other guy. I think maybe the other guy wasn't was was powerful inside of that industry of some sort, had some some, some prestige and so was a lightning rod, and maybe his practices are not right, you know, it's, a, he would, when I would, when I would question him as to why he didn't like him, he would give answers that didn't fit for, it seemed more like he was kind of stretching, you know, and I, I find that it's probably because of an ego more involved with not like, but I could be way wrong, the guy, he, he, basically, it was his practices weren't right, he would fire people uh, inappropriately, Um, which I not, and I don't mean appropriately, like yell at them in front of, like he would let them go after they showed him loyalty, but I bet he only let them go when they didn't do their job right. Like this guy was such a professional. If he was going to move you when you were in line, he would say, okay, I would, I would like to touch you to move you now. Would you mind? And they you would have to say no. Like he was ahead of the whole hashtag me too way before it ever happened. I bet he's still working today. I bet Hogan is still working today. Isn't that his name? Paul Hogan, I think. On season three, I liked him. I thought he was awesome. And he had a formula. I liked him, I think, because he was a lot like some of the contractors I used to work for when I was building. Like he, he knew, it's like, ABC, that's how we do it, you know? We don't DCA, you know? No, ABC, duh. It's, and he had a formula for what it took to get interesting, to get in a So, like, I think it was for every minute, he said it would take one hour and 45 minutes of film. He says, just a basic math. And see, see like, that's how a, a contractor can bid a house, I see. It's when they're like, well, how many lineal foot do you think the thing is? You know what I mean? If they knew the lineal foot of the parameters or something, they'd be like, they could give you a real rough estimate, real quick. Well, it's $130,000 build. You know, something. And he could do the same if you're like, well, I need to fill up, uh, you know, 45 minutes, uh, take the commercial, or, or an hour and a half, um, take the commercials away. Uh, we we get down. We probably do forty five minutes. And he's like, yeah, okay. Well, you're gonna need so many hours. He said something like it took one hour and forty five minutes for every minute of of uh, time, and it might have actually been every second. Might have had it down to seconds actually, because but um, that makes sense, right? Because so much of else just ends up on the floor, and also because he's shooting six cameras, right? To catch some of this kind of stuff too, so all those minutes have to add up because they all have to be edited and they all have to be paid for the editor that edits them. And it's he's going to get paid by the time that he has in editing, and that time is going to be related to how much time he has to go through. And that time that he has to go through is how much film you actually fucking took, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I don't know that whole world to me is um was an awesome insight into and seeing TV shows work now. Uh, is exciting to imagine how they, they work and stuff, and some stuff, like, like, uh, these competition shows, actually, it pulls the veneer away, and it kind of does get, where I don't like to watch them as much, because, they seem contrived, you know, Uh, that being said, truth of the matter is, all I really want to do is, you know, tattoo, play Call of Duty, workout, occasionally, actually, I, I developed a workout for Call of Duty, that's how dedicated I am, and not like, if you play Call of Duty, you'll need this to work out better or to, to play better or whatever. But no, like while I'd play Call of Duty, I was I was working on my abs, my legs and my, my chest. I probably could have worked back into it, too, you know, with some rows or something. But generally, those were what I would focus on during a session of Call of Duty um, and play and, and work out while playing uh, in a fashion. Just by either doing a horse stride stance while playing or uh, sitting on a yoga ball. And my, my abs, actually, when I, when I did that one, nowadays I'm playing different. I'm playing on my tablet. I'm just playing mobile. It's fucking free. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. Actually, I want to, like, that's, I don't know, that's that's a passion of mine. Like, where, where video games are going to go next. Because of the amount of ability that I have to set up my control HUD, HUD or whatever, my control on the tablet uh where my fingers work best works personal for me that makes me excited about where video games are going from here they're only going to get uh more immersive and more personalized and, uh, and funner but man i think i've gone over everything i even got mr lily into this um one of these days, I'm going to tell you about my history of drugs and drug abuse, I guess, because it also relates to my history of tattooing. <laughs> and uh, and, and it, there's, a, there's a message of hope, I hope, in there, as I am no longer a cocaine-addicted, meth-addicted uh, alcoholic. <laughs> I just smoke weed. And uh, I drink socially. And uh, I don't know I guess people can tell you you're still like I think just misdiagnosed me early on back then so but that's I, I hope to get into that a bit if if there's um if There's any more questions man, please keep sending them in uh, the Emails are great. I uh, I think I might Somebody told me about it and I know nothing about it. So I'm novice to say I don't know it, but about setting up a reddit page of my own, either for Ink Master, or for just, uh, doing podcasts, because this is fun, and I know I can get a lot of my friends from Ink Master on here, talk about their own experiences, and I think it would be fun, I have an insight, of course, and I haven't watched, so one, it could give me an excuse to watch, review, and, uh, and then, and then have my friends who come from those shows later on, uh, and I know a lot of them, like, I couldn't name them, all of the Ink Masters shit. There's like 132 of us now. And I couldn't name all of them that I've eaten and drank with now and, and just had such a great time. The best thing about Ink Masters was the casting. The people that cast for the, for the Ink Master show were good and they could find somebody interesting. And, uh, they, they, uh, that's what I find. They're interesting people. St. Mark fun and the kids fun. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. I could go on and on. Angel, I love Angel. Do you know that Angel dresses up in such elaborate cosplay that you would actually think Tony Stark were inside of his costume? Like, you're like that's an Iron Man. Like that is straight up an Iron Man. Where he made the Mandalorian, or and, um, <laughs> so many of these kids, I I love. New before they got on the show, new after the show in some cases, and. uh And I look forward to having them on. And if we do have them on, though, if I do, I would probably just uh, call them up and try and talk to them for a couple hours. But I would like to have some questions, too, that you guys wouldn't mind having. so if if you're interested in listening to me talk to any, please uh, tell me who. Give me an idea of questions you would like to have answered and then give me a lot of patience please. Cause, uh, cause I will put it all together, but it may take just a couple of, you know, you gotta match schedules up and, and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm signing off though. We'll talk to you later.